Round Guy Radio Sports is brought to you by these great sponsors. Girling Repair of Winfield, Iowa. If your mower is dead, call Fred, your Husqvarna and Aaron's dealer. Wayland State Bank, over 90 years of being community-minded, just like you. Located in Wayland, Winfield, and Mount Pleasant. You need a reliable family car for you or your student. Buckwalder Motors in Wellman has your car. Hinshaw Trailer Sales in Richland, Iowa, for all of your stock, cargo, utility, flatbed, and horse trailer needs. Family-owned for over 40 years. We repair what we sell and don't in our full-time repair shop. B&B Propane and the family of Jet Stops in Burlington, Salem Stub, New London, West Point, Denmark, Houghton, Bonaparte, Milton, Fairfield, and Birmingham. And McDonald Boneyard and Auto Recycling in Kyoto for all of your farm machinery and auto recycling needs. Welcome back to the second episode of Scotty Melvin Talks High School Football. We got Scotty Melvin here. Say hello, Scotty. Hey, everybody. And we got our second Scott, Scott uh, McCarty of the Winfield Mount Union Wolves. Say hello. Hello, everybody. And uh, we've got Coach Bowen, uh, the new head coach of the Mount Pleasant Panthers. Are you there? Yes, sir. Hi, everybody. All right, Scotty. Oh, uh, everybody's short on time. Let's fire away with the questions. All right, I'll make it short and sweet. Coach McCarty, I'll ask again. Um, what did What did you see? Can you explain for the listeners uh, as far as with the socioeconomic factor and the new uh, classifications that are coming out uh, this spring for next fall of the next two years? Um, what What changed for eight man, if anything? I personally didn't see a ton. Um, what are your thoughts on the on the uh, next couple of years going forward? Yeah, um, you know, like we said, that with, after the uh, they they did the subtraction thing and stuff for the the multiplier, we ended up with the, about the exact same amount. Um, the state did the right thing though by changing the bed number or the the cutoff from 120 down to 105 after the cutoff. Um, had they stayed up there, you, you know, you're looking at about 120 schools, you know, or 100 plus at least, and um, that's way too many for for a, a class, and so. They did the right thing by moving it down to 105, and like I said, I think a couple teams went up and a couple came down, and um, you know I think they did as good as they could with with it, and I think it was a a good thing for football that they did this. Um, I think we'll see a lot a better uh, competition throughout the season as well. Well, uh, yeah, I agree with that. Coach Bowen, uh, last year uh, you were fighting it out with Coach McCarty in eight man football, but this year you're the new head coach of the Mount Pleasant Panthers. Uh, so you're going from eight man to eleven man, but you're also uh, reclassifying. Mount Pleasant is moving from four four A to three A. Uh, can you talk about how the classifications came out and who you'll be playing uh, in your conference this year? Yeah, so Mount Pleasant moved down. Uh, they are actually the largest three A school this year coming up, and um, you know, in a numbers game, I think uh, that's huge for Mount Pleasant as far as. Uh, you know, the more kids to choose from uh, compared. Obviously, there's a, there's a lot of work to do, um, a lot of growth to have. But uh, you know, I got us back into playing some of those uh, some of those rivals in our district. You know, so we got Fort Madison, uh, Keokuk, Washington, all in the district this year. So um, bringing back some of those old rivals back when I was at Mount Pleasant, and uh, I know Fairfield is uh, hoping to be one of our non-district opponents. So you look back at. Uh, you know, getting some of those old, old conference foes back together um, should be a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, going to be a tough district for sure. But Okay, go ahead, Scott. 
Well, Coach Mullen, um, this question is for you. I, I moved to Iowa back in oh, about 1995, and I moved to Mount Pleasant. I spent about 15 years there. Uh, I'm no stranger to just how many athletes come through that school on a yearly basis, and it's, it's a good-sized school for this area. Um, how excited are you to take over that program um, with such a rich history? And, and it sounds like you've got ties there, too. Um, how exciting is this for you? Are you still there, Coach? So, uh, Coach Bowen, you still there? Yeah, I'm, I'm here. Okay. Uh, we had a little drop-off there, but Scotty was asking about uh, how excited you are to be back in Mount Pleasant. Oh, yeah. So, um, I'm extremely excited. I got family there. Um, that's kind of the one of the main main factors in going back. But uh, like Scotty said, there's definitely athletes that have come through um, he's been there since 95. They got a huge, rich tradition there of uh, athletes. And it's just, you know, it's exciting to be part of that and exciting to, uh, you know, hopefully hopefully get things going back in the right direction. They've, they've had a lot of talent there, um, you know, and it's, it's going to take some work, but uh, there's always some kids. They've got a ton of kids that have played uh, football all over the state, all different levels. So um, I was one that played in the D3 level, and I got some friends back in town that are, I'm excited about this and hopefully coming on board uh, to help out a little bit with the program, whether it be at the youth level, uh, junior high or high school. So just, uh, you know, getting in there, um, meeting the kids and, uh, you know, getting getting my face in there and uh, just spreading my excitement for the game. I hope uh, we can get, like I said, we got, we got numbers in the school. We just got to get them out and uh, get excited about the game of football. Okay. Coach McCarty, uh, 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 I don't know. You're still eight man football, but, uh, is there any ins and outs in your uh, who you were playing before? Is it pretty much the same, or is there any changes? Yeah, this is pretty much the same, uh, except they start Lone Tree North. Um, they will play the uh, John Bolinless Iowa Valley Tigers again this year um, in English Valley, Art Waco, New London, um, you know, everybody close by. Uh, and then um, we don't know who our non-district will be. The state has you uh, – fill out like a wish list and other teams are, you know, if you put the other team as the same, I guess, number one or number two, um, you know, they'll play you and everything. They'll put you together, but nobody reached out. Nobody wanted to play us. So we're kind of scrambling to see who we'll get to. Um, so we're, we're kind of waiting to see on that. And I think schedules come out here in a couple of weeks, but um, yeah, pretty much same district, just minus Lone Tree, which is too bad because um, they're a team that, it's my 17th year in Winfield, and we've played them every year except one when they went to uh, when they went to eight man or two years when they went to eight man before we did. So um, it's, it's unfortunate, but hopefully we can get them on the schedule. Okay, go ahead, Scotty. Uh, so with that in mind, Coach McCarty, how many uh, non-district games do you guys get to schedule this year? Are there any? Um, I think we we'll get two. Okay, wasn't well, uh, sure about that. Uh, yeah, we'll get two. We're a 17 district, and so it'll be six games in, in two non-districts. Um, so we're, we're hopefully get Moravia again. We've had a good couple games with Moravia the last two years. Yeah. Um, and so we'd like to get them, and, and their coach seems interested in playing, and then the other one's kind of a crapshoot where they can go hopefully get, like, Springville or Central City. And um, I definitely don't want to drive all the way to Martinsdale to play Audubon and do that whole thing again. Uh, it was a great experience, but... Um, I think in the long run, it kind of wore our kids down playing that extra week, and we're not having very much depth. Um, it kind of hurt us in the long run, but um, it was a great experience. But I'd rather not play a week zero game if I don't have to. 
Yeah, yeah I can see where that factor in for you there uh, with uh, with a shorter uh, roster. Yeah. Well, Coach Bowen, you still there? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, let's talk about that non-conference. Uh, um, and let me ask you, you know, how many games you get, uh, um, you know, how, what the process is for getting it, but also uh, some things that go into it. And I'm going to give you some things that I've been told already. Uh, one coach said, you know, if we're playing a team that, that runs a lot, I don't want to schedule a team that throws a lot, you know. Uh, and also the other coach said that he wanted to make sure he's playing schools that had enough players for junior varsity and stuff like that. So what are some of the intangibles that go into the decision-making process on who to play and uh, how does that all play out? Yeah, well, for our district, you know, we, we've got uh, five district games and we got to schedule four non-districts. So uh, a little bit different in the 3A since it's, uh, it is one of the smallest classes. You only get your top two out of the district are guaranteed, you know, and uh, then I think they have four at-large bids after that. So I know setting that up, um, obviously looking for teams that uh, want to play you. I know I'm not, I'm not in Mount Pleasant at the time, so a lot of this is done through through uh, myself and their AD, and uh, we've talked quite a bit about reaching out to other teams. And then, you know, your first couple weeks, you have you can play anywhere um, in the state as far as 11 man goes. You can schedule any classes, but then when you get into that uh, week three, four, you have to be up in the 3A, 4A, 5A, just because just because of the way uh, the way schedules are laid out in other in other classes. So. Um, that's kind of where we're looking at probably playing in possibly a 4A or 5A team and uh, trying to get uh, some other teams in there. And obviously, when you're when you're coming from an 0-9 season, you're looking for teams that uh, you can be competitive against as well, you know, and, um, you know, hopefully get uh, get your program going with some Ws um, and get it going in the right direction. Go ahead, Scott. This one's uh, for Coach Bolin also. So we see these uh, these district uh, groups come out and everything here recently, and I think I speak for Dave too. We are just saddened beyond belief that the Fairfield Trojans won't be back with the old gang down there in 3A. Um, it just seems like a travesty. So is there any chance that you guys will be able to get uh, Fairfield on the schedule for a non-district game this fall? As far as I know, it's, it's pretty much – I, I can't guarantee it, but it's pretty much a guarantee. The, the state says that if you put a number one and a number one um, on your on your uh, list, then they are going to match that up. So it should be, I believe, um, that's something that both schools want. They want that rivalry. They want to play each other. Um, so that, you know, I would give you a 99% sure that we would play Fairfield this year. Well, we're glad to hear that. <laughs> All right. Well, Coach McCarty, uh, what about your uh, process for the non non conference games? I know you're looking at Moravia, but uh, do you take into you know will the junior high or will the junior varsity be able to play? Because Coach Jensen says you know he don't want to play a, a team and then let his uh, junior varsity team hang out to dry for a couple weeks. Yeah, I, I mean it's so Terry man, that looks a little bit different. Uh, you kind of take what you can get. Um, you know, we're, we're one of those teams. Sometimes I can't for, uh, fill a full JV. Uh, we kind of played a modified JV schedule in games last year. So, I mean, it's not as important, you know, we're, we don't want to travel two hours or, you know, over an hour and a half to play a JV game on a Monday night with our kids. Um, you know, so we'll, we'll kind of stick close to home. We'll go with Waco and New London and Lone Tree. And um, there's a team across the river in Illinois, um, West Central and Bigsville. 
they're not too far away. We've played them a couple of times in junior high and JV. So um, they always have a ton of travel. So they always have to play, you know, us in Waco and New London in, in JV junior high because it's easy or, you know, closer for them. So um, that's kind of what we, we look for. Okay. Go ahead, Scott. Well, I guess I'm going to piggyback on that comment, Coach McCarty. Is there ever a chance that you'd uh, have a cross-river thing, non-district, you know, uh, week varsity-wise with, say, a West Central? That would be something for me, me personally that would be really interesting. Yeah, well, I reached out to them when nobody wanted to play us non-district. I reached out to Coach Kirby over there. Oh, um, man. They were the, the state champs, um, you know, returning to defending state champs, however you want to say that. Um, yep. And uh, one of our junior high coaches is actually from Biggsville, so okay. uh, we have a little bit of a connection there. and. Um, we th- we played them in, in JV, and we thought, you know what, if we can get them on varsity, I think it'd be good for both of us. I think they're, they've got some talent. Um, coach Kirby is an excellent coach. Um, during COVID, he invited us. We were able to come over to when they played spring ball. We were able to go over and watch a game and some practice with him. So he kind of opened the doors for us, and we learned a lot from him. Um, and so, you know, I kind of wanted to, to meet if we had a chance to play them, but it, their schedule is full already for next year, so that's, it's not going to work out for us. But hopefully in the future, maybe. Yeah, that would be that'd be super interesting. I mean, for me personally, that, that Bigville, uh, before they were West Central, they were Union okay. and uh, Southern, and they played my old high school way back in the day. In fact, my dad will tell you stories about uh, scheduling Union for uh, homecoming every year because it was a guaranteed win. Yeah, we've done that team too. <laughs> well, uh, Coach Bowen. You you had a a quarterback named uh, Kearney, I believe, last year that could uh, light up the scoreboard like a Christmas tree. Uh, eight man football is a high flying thing, and you uh, your team uh, you were putting up a lot of points on the board. Uh, so how how is the uh, the move to eleven man football? Um, you going to be able to keep some of the same uh, philosophies, or get to make some adjustments? But my question is, what about that adjustment uh, from eight man to eleven man? Well, there's definitely the same philosophies. Uh, the thing with eight man, and, and Coach McCarty will say it too, but you don't have any help over top. I mean, the reason you can be so explosive is you got to break, you know, you got to break through two two lines, not three, in order to get to that get to that end zone. Uh, uh, speed kills an eight man. It does an eleven too, but um, it, it's a different game. But the philosophy is the same, and the principles are the same. Um, so that's one thing defensively is you're able to prevent those big-time 50-yard touchdowns uh, by having your two people back there, having a couple safeties being your last line of defense. So, um, But, you know, I've, I'm a big believer in power run game, uh, running trap, um, doing, doing some gap scheme principles, which I will carry right into 11-man. And th- those those things are the same. But, again, you got three more guys that uh, – you're scheming for, and you got you got a few more options out there. So um, uh, we still spread it around, and it, a lot of it depends on the athletes we have. And I'm, I guess, we're just looking forward to seeing, you know, who that is and and what we have to to build from. So, but uh, you know, the game of football is football, but uh, defense is definitely definitely a different scenario when you get in the eleven man world. Okay, go ahead, Scott. Coach Bowen, I mean, uh, Dave kind of stole my question there. I was going to I was really gonna ask that same thing. But, uh, you know, because I listen to Coach McCarty's podcast, Be Great podcast, a lot. And, and so you get to hear stories from, from coaches that have been 11-man their entire career, whether it's playing, coaching, and all that, dropping down to eight and having to learn the nuances of that, which I'm still learning as a, as a spectator because I just started watching these last couple of years. You'll be moving back up into 11-man. 
uh, pretty tough uh, district and all that stuff. And I, you know, so I, I appreciate your comments there, uh, today's question. So I guess I'm going to ask the one that's been on my mind for a while is, are, are you going to get Mount Pleasant to go back to the old school helmets that they oh. have when they won all of their games? Cause that is the, maybe the best helmet in the state of Iowa, the old yellow helmet with the Panther head and the stripes on it. Hey, that's uh, that. That's a dome team back back in the day there. That's so uh, that's right. I'll, I'll take I'll take whatever it takes to get get those W's on the board. So I'm not, I'm not against it. Oh, I love to hear that. Now I I know there's a lot of uh you know a lot of people have probably got to be influenced in on a decision like that or, or included in a decision like that. But you've heard it here on Round Guy Radio. We'd love to see those old school helmets come back. Oh, I'm gonna bring that up right away. I'll be down there on Friday. I'll bring it up to them. <laughs> I'll be down there to check in person. Scotty's been harping <laughs> on those helmets all year last year. Uh, well, uh, uh, Coach McCarty, uh, you got a couple seniors, uh, a couple guys with a lot of talent that have uh, you've been working with for a few years. Uh, what's what's uh, uh, what's the plan for Cam and Abram and any of the other seniors? Uh, and and how uh, they seem like they really came together in the basketball season, you know. Uh, how do you keep that momentum going, and uh, how do you capitalize on their experience? Um, I mean, we just got to get – it's 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 painfully simple. Just get them the ball. Um, it doesn't matter how you get it to them. If we snap it to them, throw it to them, hand them to them, uh, we just got to get them the ball and, and let them be athletes. If you watch any of the basketball season, um, I mean, you can see that both those guys are, are extremely talented. They're very athletic. Um, you know, everybody knows Kim – has committed already to Iowa. Abram just got a, an offer to Army at West Point, so we're excited for him. And, um, and so, you know, it's just up to me. I got the keys to a Ferrari, and I just can't crash it. So I just got to kind of figure out how to let them be who they are. And, and uh, you know, we're, hopefully we can put the pieces together and guys will step up. You know, we've got a good team. Um, the cool thing about those two guys is, is yeah, they, they're very um, athletic and they're, you know, top-tier players. They're even better kids and leaders. Um, and so when you're ta- when you're better players or you're better leaders, um, you know, they tend to tend to bring everybody along. And, you know, I think we, we have 18 high schoolers that we have penciled going out for football. Um, and in our morning weights, we average 17. Um, so that's that's good to see here in March when things like that are happening. All right, go ahead, Scotty. Oh, well, I guess uh, talking Winfield Mount Union football real quick here, Coach McCarty. Uh, we, we all know about Abram and and, uh, and Cam, of course, but uh, one player I really loved watching last year from the first snap to the end of the season was your quarterback, Cole Milks. He improved so much, and I, and I thought he was great the first game. We drove all the way out there, of course, to Martinsdale to watch you guys. And uh, But, I mean, I just I felt like every time I watched him play, he just got better and better. Um what, what are you looking to see from him this fall? Um, improvement beyond even this season. I mean, it, it, it's um, it's pretty exciting, I think, from a fan standpoint. I wonder what you feel as a coach. Yeah, uh, you know, we're excited about Cole. Um, you know, Cole never really played quarterback. At, at, you know, was asked to do the things that he was asked to do last year. Um, you know, we've, we've, we're, we're lucky. Uh, I mean, double-edged sword kind of lucky. Cole got hurt about the first series of a playoff game against Don Bosco. Um, and we were forced to throw our sophomore Jake Edwards in at quarterback. And I thought Jake did a really nice job. Jake kind of has the first point guard for a basketball team. And he's just got the the it factor. We call him Jake Money, like the old Johnny Manziel. Um, he's kind of who he reminds me of. He's not as, as athletic, but he's um, as 
he'll take risk, you know, calculated risk, and they'll pay off, um, you know, and he's not afraid to check it deep, and he's like the quarterback that you love and hate, he'll throw an interception and go, okay, and just keep playing. Um, as a quarterback myself, that was, I mean, that's, that's the attitude you want, but, yeah. you know, you got to learn from it. So, you know, I think we'll see both those guys taking snaps. Okay. Um, Cole's, Cole's awfully athletic. I mean, I think I watched him, I've watched him throw down a couple dunks the other day in the gym at lunchtime, too, you know, so... Mm -hmm. You've got enough athletic kids that, you know, will get him the ball out in space, you know, as well. I mean, he's not on the same realm as, as Coach Bowen's Kearney kid, but we can do some of the same things. We can snap it to him, we throw it to him, we can hand it to him, um, you know, and just kind of let our athletes be athletes and just kind of get out of their way. Yeah, I, I got to say real quick that uh, at the Waco game, um, when Jake was in at the end of the game, I thought he looked really good. I, it was my first look at seeing him do any quarterbacking and, I think yeah, you probably got a, a nice two-headed monster there uh, coming in the ball. And there's no moment too big for Jake. He doesn't shy away from anything. Right. Uh, which I like. And if you know the kid at all, um, I mean, that's, just, okay. that's putting it kind of, he's, he's not going to back down from anybody in any situation. Like in basketball, there's no shot he won't take. And in football, there's no pass he won't try. Um, yeah. So you just kind of got to maybe put the reins on him a little bit, you know. But um, I'm looking forward to having a, a quote-unquote gunslinger yeah, uh, like that in pocket. Okay. Well, uh, this is for Coach Bowen, but uh, uh, listen uh, up, Coach McCarty, because the same question is coming your way uh, next time around. Uh, uh, Coach Bowen, you played, uh, uh, you coached at Iowa Valley uh, before this. So you and uh, uh, Winfield have, uh, Mount Union have, have tangled a few times. Uh, tell me uh, some of the players that he has. Uh, uh, what do you think of them? Well, I, I can tell you Winfield is going to be uh, one of the top teams in the state next year. I mean, there's no doubt. Um, when you got Buffington and Edwards there, I, I think about, um, you know, before I made this decision, we think about the districts that were coming out and everything. And uh, I, I don't know anybody one-on-one -on -one that's going to be able to tackle those guys. I mean, you have to gang tackle them. And uh, that's, you know, they break that one line of defense and, and they're off to the races. They're just superb athletes. So, uh you know, and I know they got they got they lost a couple of linemen, but I know uh, I think uh, Buffington was a sophomore, his brother last year, and uh, he's coming back, so he's got he's got a stud got a stud on the line too. So there's just a lot of pieces that he has going on there. Um, I think they're going to be top in the district and uh, you know battling for one of those spots, you know, at the dome next year. So uh, I know I know we would we would have had a tough time game planning, and we got some guys at Iowa Valley that have really worked their tail off and. Uh, um, I've put the time in and the work in, but uh, I think uh, Winfield's got, they're definitely probably the favorite coming out of that district next year. Okay, go oh, ahead, Scott. That. Oh, those are nice words, man. I appreciate that. Oh, yeah, we'll put the target on your back, Coach. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks. It's marching. You're doing that, I guess. <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, go ahead, Scotty Melvin. So, yeah. Coach Bowen, you're headed to uh, Mount Pleasant, of course, we've been talking about. Um, First, kind of a two-part question: Have you have you had a chance to get down there, and and you know, kind of who you might be working with, uh, you know, players-wise or anything going into the fall? I know it's way early. And then uh, the second part of my question is, with the amount of the amount of student athletes down there, a bigger school and all that stuff, I feel like the potential there is is 
possibly a quick turnaround from what we've seen from Mount Pleasant the last couple of seasons. Do you have that feeling yourself? I know we don't want to put the, uh, the cart before the horse here, but do you have that kind of feeling that things can turn around pretty quickly there? Um, well, number one, I haven't, I have not met the kid yet. I'm going, I'm actually taking a day off on Friday. I'm heading down there Thursday night to the track meet. And then, uh, I'm going to go meet up with the junior high, high school kids that's coming up Friday. So that's, uh, that's number one for me is getting into school and, uh, being able to get there as much as I can. And, uh, you know, number two, as far as turnaround goes, I, I think it's, it's all about what, what the student athletes want to do and how much they want to buy in. Uh, obviously, like I said, the numbers game is uh, uh, they're setting in a good spot when it comes to that. And like you said, there are athletes around, but I think uh, some, of, some of these players have got to get their buddies out and, uh, you know, get them excited and just it, it's, it's not going to come in, in one year. You know, it's, it's going to take time and it's going to take it's going to take a lot of work in the weight room and uh, building that total. I guess that's one thing I'm a big fan of is building a total athlete in the weight room. So I love all sports. I just hope. All athletes are participating in all sports, and we can get everybody on the same page. Um, and that's when you that's when you see schools have a ton of success. Okay, uh, Coach McCarty, uh, uh, what, who was who was some of the players on Iowa Valley that uh, kept you up at night planning and uh, uh, had a lot of ability? Um, well, obviously the Kearney kid. Um, you had to know where he was at the whole time. Um, I, I don't know, John. You be, you know the stats better, but he probably was around four thousand total yards, wasn't it? Yeah, I think I think he was. Uh, I don't know what they were off the top of my head, but he was definitely he was over four thousand. Yeah, and I mean, I think he was top five in total touchdowns, maybe all classes. Um, you know, so he, he was an extreme athlete. Um, he, he had a couple of really nice linemen, and that's one thing. Um, we we played uh, Iowa Valley since two thousand fifteen. 2015, we were pretty solid. Um, we put a hurt on Iowa Valley, and then when we came, uh, we, the next time we saw them, um, they had gotten so physical, and that's the one thing. And John, you know, John did a really nice job of having his kids. Um, it didn't matter the number on the jersey, but the guys that put their hand in the ground were be we're going to be about as good as you've seen. Um, and their kids just they tackled a little bit different. Um, the game we had down here in 21, um, they had a really nice D end, you know, and he, he was like the epitome of of Iowa Valley. He was just going to get after you. He was going to run hard. He was going to tackle. And, um, the Hoyt kid also, we, we, we knew that if we had made him run, we had to have a chance, but if he got his hands on you, you were pretty much done. So, um, you know, they tackle well, they're physical, you know, and, and those were the two, two things we always knew going into the Iowa Valley game was this is going to be a, a very physical game because those kids are going to keep coming at you and, and they're going to block well. There's nobody's going to have a missed assignment and they're always going to make sure they, that they get the, 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 the physical push on you. So, um, you know, like, like I said, a lot of nice skill players, the Kearney kid, um, and he was in the class all by himself, and then just the physicality everywhere else. All right. Well, Scott, uh, we're running short on time. Why don't you ask the last couple – ask each coach a question. We'll wrap this up. Well, I'm about out of questions, so I guess I'll, I'll make a quick comment, and if you guys want to make one uh, on top of it, that's great. But I just want to say that, uh, you know, I've been in Southeast Iowa, I've, I've – Loved these last couple of seasons getting involved and watching eight-man football because it's pretty new to me. And seeing the teams from Henry County, New London, Winfield, Mount Union, and Waco uh, have such a great run has been a lot of fun. But Coach Boland, uh, I've gotten to see you guys up close a couple of times, um, especially a game down at Waco. I believe it would have been the season before last. And you guys really impressed me. Um, 
can you speak real quick to just how tough that district is? Because we've been kind of blasting it on on, a, on the podcast here that how tough this uh, eight man district is down here in Southeast Iowa that you guys all play in. Um, you know, just, just were we right? Is it about as tough as it gets in the state? If if you look at the district last year, I think four four teams out of the district made it last year. So uh, um, was it was it four coach? Yeah, it was four. We snuck in as one of the two at large. But you're always get we're always getting at large. I feel like out of that district, and uh, it's just it's just good football everywhere you go. And um, you know, I there's just a ton of great athletes too. It's a, it's amazing. Um, you know, there's always one superb athlete you feel like on a team that really stands out. And when you get two, then you got a really special team, and uh, you got guys that work hard. So I think I think the coaching. There's a lot of great coaches there, and just uh, it's it's been competitive and it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, I agree with John. I, I mean, you look at every team, you know, Coach uh, Coach Kearney, you know, we've got Cam. You had uh, the Porter kid down at New London, um, you know, Lone Tree. You know, they had the Bockelman kid. He came on the scene this year and had a nice season for him. Um, you know, English Valley, they struggled a little bit. But last year, you know, they had the, uh, what was his name, Bo Flander kid, who was, you know, one of the top running backs in the state. Um, you know, HLB had a really nice kid last year, you know, um, and, and like coach said, and that's the thing with eight man, you know, so we're, most schools will have one nice athlete. And, and I, I, I truly honestly think that our district has some of the best, um, football coaches. Um, we lost a good one, obviously John going about Pleasant, but I really honestly think that we our coaching staff in, in this district. Um, you know, you look at those guys, there's been a lot of success. There's a state champion in 2018. Uh, there's a runner-up last year. You know, like Coach said, we got four teams in. I just think there's a lot of good football minds, and I think they're good guys. And I think that you know they get the most out of their kids. And hopefully, John can get it go get it turned around in Mount Pleasant because football is more fun in Henry County when all teams are good. Um, you know, and, and I think he's the right guy for the job down there. And I, I wish him nothing but luck. Thanks a lot, Coach. I agree, guys. Uh, I'm I'm very excited for you, Coach Bowen, and excited for Mount Pleasant. Um, got a lot of on memories watching Mount Pleasant football over the years and, and uh, fun for Winfrey Mount Union too. Um, last couple seasons, eight man has been a lot of fun to get to know. And I can't wait to watch you guys uh, out on the field this year. Appreciate it. We have awesome. been listening. We have been listening to the Scotty Melvin talks, high school football hour, a uh, little shorter than an hour today because of the time restrictions, but uh, uh, we have some pretty good guests. Uh, would you like to thank our guests for coming on today, Scotty? Yeah, guys, it was a real pleasure. Coach McCarty, I've been wanting to run into you a, a half a dozen or more times since I've been to events and stuff, you know, back and forth uh, there. And uh hasn't happened yet, but I'm sure we will uh, hopefully this uh, summer or, or fall. Yeah, we'll meet up sometime, that's for sure. Yep. I bet. All right. Well, we uh, this is a very popular show, so uh, whether you like it or not, there's a whole bunch more of them coming. All right. So uh, thanks, guys, for being with us. All right. Thank you, Round Guy Radio Sports has been brought to you by these great sponsors. Girling Repair of Winfield, Iowa. If your mower is dead, call Fred, your Husqvarna and Aaron's dealer. Wayland State Bank, over 90 years of being community-minded just like you. Located in Wayland, Winfield, and Mount Pleasant. You need a reliable family car for you or your student. Buckwalder Motors and Wellman has your car. Hinshaw Trailer Sales in Richland, Iowa. 
for all of your stock, cargo, utility, flatbed, and horse trailer needs. Family owned for over 40 years. We repair what we sell and don't in our full-time repair shop. B&B Propane and the family of Jet Stops in Burlington, Salem Stub, New London, West Point, Denmark, Houghton, Bonaparte, Milton, Fairfield, and Birmingham. And McDonald Boneyard and Auto Recycling in Kyoto for all of your farm machinery and auto recycling needs.